Hey there, everyone. This is Christina with Sandy Prince Photography. You are listening to our new podcast, Boss Ladies in Lace, the show where we talk about all things women-related, including boudoir, empowerment, and self-transformation. We are still so excited about this new launch. We are close to extending our new podcast to all surrounding podcast platforms. You will be able to find Boss Ladies in Lace on platforms like Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple and Google Podcasts, and many more. Meanwhile, our episodes can still be found on our YouTube channel with Sandy Prince Photography. On today's episode, we are digging into self-comparison. We are going to discuss what self-comparison looks like in our everyday life and how it has shaped our view of our own self-worth. Thanks for joining us today, and let's go ahead and get started. So as we talk about self-comparison, let's identify the most common ways we compare ourselves. We compare physical items that we feel bring us self-worth, like cars, jewelry, designer objects, and sometimes it's as simple as how much money we have. More commonly, we look at our looks, our size, our shape, and our beauty to the standards we see in society. Most people won't admit it. But all of these self-comparisons are probably present in their everyday life. One of the key points I want to discuss today and really understand is how these ridiculous society expectations were created in the first place. I mean, what is true beauty, status, or wealth? I don't know if that question can be answered simply. Last week, we talked about identifying our self-value and becoming more aware of how we view ourselves. The sad truth is that most women will find that they don't value themselves enough. When we think on this, we often feel almost programmed to tear ourselves down instead of building ourselves up. The key word there being programmed. Our culture, society, and peers are some of the biggest influences on our daily lives. We have been influenced on all these things since we were children. And so in a way, we actually have been programmed to accept what we see in the media and accept how society perceives true beauty, wealth, and status. They seem to set the bar on what's expected to be quote unquote normal. Do you follow influencers on social media platforms or do you watch the news every day? Every single day, most people are in front of at least one or more social media platforms and take in all of society's pushed expectations. We are in front of all these perceptions every single day and don't realize how they affect our lives. We constantly look to others and we compare ourselves to create some sort of status. An example of this is seeing every day in the media or on social platforms and from our surrounding peers, what the expectations are for beauty. We look to various items and people that we feel we value and we trust what they're showing us. We then compare ourselves to the example that's being presented to us and we feel that we are unmatched by comparison. The example being shown really may be unattainable by anyone. And even if we could attain it, the sad reality is that we are constantly comparing oranges to apples. You are a unique individual, as am I. You were made perfectly imperfect and completely beautiful all in your own way. We know deep down that we are constantly comparing ourselves unfairly, but we also feel as if we can't help it at times. 
We've compared ourselves for so long that it has become just unnormal in our lives. This constant self-comparison brings about a chain reaction of negative emotions. It can sometimes show up as guilt or despair and can even amount to self-contempt. The personal status that we're trying to create is never enough in comparison to whom or what we're comparing to. We know we are creating an unfair contrast of ourselves when we self-compare. In result, these perceptions that we fabricate, they create emotions of worthlessness and at times self-betrayal. Over time, our dislike for ourselves grows and festers. And it becomes more difficult to change our way of thinking. So to come back to a complete circle, I will ask, how likely are you to want to invest in yourself when you are constantly filled with negative self-emotions like worthlessness and self-contempt? I'll give you a clue on the chances. Most times it's slim to none. And why would you? You don't feel worthy or feel valuable as a person. You don't feel you are worth the investment or you just can't justify spending on yourself versus investing in others. We tell everyone around us positive and uplifting things. We tell our children how amazing they are. We praise them, tell them they're beautiful and they're perfect just the way they are. And we do the same to our peers and our fellow loved ones. We are constantly lifting everyone else up except for ourselves. So why wouldn't our brain tell us that it's totally okay to invest in our loved ones and not in ourselves, right? Well, this goes back to your brain programming. When you continually tell yourself negative things, your brain perceives it as normal and as a truth. The only way to stop this process is to stop the negative thinking. This can be easier said than done. We may stop saying it out loud, but when we follow unreasonable expectations from society, we are often still silently comparing and still thinking the negative thoughts. A majority of my followers on my page are women. Most of them are of similar age to myself, give or take 10 years. And in case you didn't know, I am 33 years of age. I too have had personal self-comparison struggles. And one example of such struggles is a very relatable one among many. As I said, I am a 33-year-old woman. I am a wife and a mother to a seven-year-old boy. I am a fairly happy and content woman and have lived a very full and busy life thus far. I, of course, have had a body that has seen weight gain, weight loss, childbearing and birth, and lots and lots of years of sunshine. I wish I had more energy most days as that seems to be something that disappears more and more with time. I am constantly on the go, keeping up with my family and my fur babies. You know, that hot mess, mama look. Yeah, that's the constant look for me. This is just who I am. I have come to terms and acceptance with myself. I know I am a beautiful person, both inside and out. But I have to also accept that I'm not sporting a 20-somethings body anymore. Losing weight is a little harder now. And maintaining my health, yeah, that too. It takes more time and energy to maintain myself compared to when I was younger. Every now and again, stories, pictures, or just random memories will pull back to the years of my 20s and sometimes even my teens. And I can't help but admire the woman I was back then. I was beautiful and full of spirit. Sadly, in the moment of those years, I was super harsh on myself and I would constantly compare. 
I felt negative constantly about my looks, my weight, my status, and even the clothes I wore. I would get bent out of shape if I couldn't afford or fit into those designer clothes that everyone was wearing. I told myself I was fat and not pretty enough on the regular, and I never truly saw myself for the beautiful and amazing woman that I was. So here is where it gets relatable. So this is the one type of self-comparison I still struggle with too. Time. I will look back and compare my body, my looks, and my whole persona with who I was years ago. Why? I don't know, because it's not a fair comparison. I can't just go back in time and become that person again. Time and aging happens. There's nothing we can do about it. I used to be obsessed with this type of self-comparison, though. I just couldn't help myself, and it would consume me. As I got older, I lost myself for a very long time. It was not an easy journey, and there were many, many struggles along the way, but I eventually changed the way I talked about myself and perceived myself as a whole person. I can now be happy with who I am and appreciate the amazing things I do every single day. I know I am a strong woman, and honestly, stronger than most with some of the life challenges I've had to face. I am beautiful in my own ways, and I have learned to love my natural beauty, too. By doing this, I enjoy taking care of myself more. I try and get exercise and I have hair and skincare routines to take care of my body. My only wish for myself is that I would have changed my thinking sooner and cared for myself back then the way that I do now. All the thoughts we fabricate from comparing ourselves to everyone around us can be so negative and vicious. You can never find true happiness when you are constantly comparing yourself to everything around you. You will never be content with yourself in the moment and will always feel like you have to change or work on yourself. It took me a long time to accept this and accept myself for who I am. And of course, there are times that self-conscious comparing creeps in for me too. I'm not perfect, but I do have to remind myself that I am me. There is no one else like me. So it is absolutely impossible to compare myself to another. With what I do as a profession, I meet lots of new people on the regular. The majority of these people I get to meet are women. Whenever I meet a new female client who is interested in doing a boudoir session, we really get down to the nitty gritty of who they are as a person. I prefer to connect with my clients intimately to really understand everything they love and everything they don't love about themselves. I hold every one of these women close to my heart while we connect. I want nothing more for them than to find healing, self-connection, and forgiveness for themselves. I want these women to see themselves how I see them and how I know many, many other people see them too. They deserve nothing less. It's impossible to clearly define what true beauty, true wealth, and true happiness is. The reason is, is because there's no definite answer to any of these. Boudoir is a very empowering experience, and my goal for every client is to find that reconnection to themselves. Every step of your reconnection process is important, but taking the plunge into a boudoir session can be a great jumpstart or even maybe a stepping stone to loving yourself again. We want to ignite the flame that's been blown out for years. Find that love of who you are and let it grow. Take every day, one day at a time, but stop habits like 
negative self-talk, self-comparison, and self-sabotage every time you get close to investing in yourself. Do you self-sabotage? I promise you it's probably more common in your life than what you realize. So this is your reminder to stop comparing yourself. Stop thinking what you see in society, the media, or online is a quote-unquote normal expectation. Stop comparing apples to oranges and stop cutting yourself down. You are worthy and you don't deserve that. There is only one you, just like there is only one me. So own that and be proud of the woman that you are. Also, remember, what you say out loud and what you think in your head is important. You are teaching your brain every single day what is normal, regular, and accepted. Start talking to yourself the same way you talk to everyone else, positively and lovingly. Well, ladies, you have been chatting with Christina from Sandy Prince Photography on the new Boss Ladies in Lace podcast. I've enjoyed talking with you, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. I look forward to seeing you next time. Please don't forget to subscribe and share the show with anyone you feel may enjoy or benefit from our content. So until next time.